Burrowhead, my ass. This is the wild card rewind. Let's get into it. I just want to rewind to when we were young and Back to all those good times. Take me back to the start. <laughs> Coming in. Coming in hot, Paul. What just happened? <laughs> I said, I told, I told Paul before the show, I was like, I'm coming in hot. Just be ready. <laughs> when you said you were coming in hot, I didn't think it was, it was that hot that you were going to shout Burrowhead down, down the screen at me. You know? Yeah. Are, are you happy that I was busy this weekend and I couldn't do the show sheet and you got to host so you could do that? Yeah, I'm very <laughs> pleased actually. Ever, uh, you know, everything's worked out apart from obviously Hannah, our other co-host. Like text me earlier saying I'm too afraid to come on the show. Sorry, um, I just can't deal with the the backlash that I'm going to get. So that, that's fine, Hannah. You know she's not stuck at work or anything. She definitely texts me saying she's petrified to come on. I, Paul, <laughs> am witness to this text message. <laughs> no, obviously Sorry, we're, Hannah, we're... we love you, but you're not here, so you, you're picking out. Yeah, no, we're we're obviously got it. Hannah can't be here, but. You know, as I said in our group chat, that means I can just gloat about this next week whenever she is here. So that's fantastic. And um, obviously, we we only got two games to to have a look at this week. Um, we're we're going to have to start with you know the Chiefs against the Bengals, right? I can't. I can, I'm just itching. I'm itching to get to get chatting about someone to this. So, um, Paul, how how I didn't. Even, I'm so I'm I'm so ready to chat about. It. I didn't even say how you doing. Like, how are you? You all right? I'm I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I actually looked at the show sheet and when I looked at your notes, I thought you'd put notes for both the games and realised, no, no, that's just for this one game. So I think when we get into the first game, if I just go quiet for half an hour and Mags just talks, it's not because I've lost internet, it's because he's getting everything off his chest. (laughs) (laughs) But how how are you doing, mate? Before we get into it, how are you doing? How's your um on cloud nine, I could bury so had had the the old like UK dilemma. So I was able to watch the Eagles 49ers game. It finished at about half past eleven. And then I'm like, right. Chiefs are playing at half past eleven. I've got to work in the morning. And you know, I've got to teach a bunch of kids in the morning. It's not like I can kind of slack slack off or go and like hide somewhere. So I was like, I needed to make the call. I went to bed, got up this morning at about six. Had a little look on NFL Game Pass and, and got the, you know, those the games in 40 that you can get. So watched that this morning, about six in the morning, just going absolutely mad in my own living room, probably waking up all the neighbours. And I've just been on cloud nine since then. So absolutely loving it. Just, yeah, I don't, I'm ready to go. I've just been looking forward to this show all day. So shall we, shall we get into it? And actually, I'm going to pass it to you first because I want to hear what you got to say. And I also... Wanted to be like, you know, people are blaming the mayor of Cincinnati for, for this defeat, right? But we talked about it last week. Paul, it was you. It's all on you. You predicted that the Bengals were going to win. You put the curse of Paul picking on the Cincinnati Bengals, which I thank you for. So you predicted they win. That was not right. You thought Joe Burrow would get more passing yards than Patrick Mahomes. That was not right. And you thought the game score would be over 15 and a half, which actually, quite surprisingly, 
was also not right. Paul, let's go to you first before I get my bias horrible takes in. So I'm going to defend myself a little bit here, okay? I know I backed the Bengals last week, but that was more to do with Mahomes and the talk of the high ankle sprain. And I was just trying to be sensible in the sense of if he has actually got a high ankle sprain and he is struggling with it, he's not going to be the Mahomes we know. But right here, did you do that um, Super Bowl challenge, the NFL Super Bowl challenge, where you can... It, so it's run by what's it triple eight sport and you can predict who you think all the way from the wild card all the way through to the super bowl now yeah i've got photographic evidence i don't i don't think you can see it my phone's too bright um, yeah. I got photographic evidence of who i picked okay yeah i've got so, mine here right now i will tell you that so far I got the Jags, the Bengals, the Bills, the Cowboys, the Giants, the 49ers in the first round. Then in the second round, I had the Chiefs, the Bengals, and I had the Eagles and the Cowboys. Now I got the Cowboys wrong. They were the 49ers. Then in the the conference one, I had the Chiefs to win and Eagles to win. So I predicted a Chiefs-Eagles Super Bowl before the playoffs even started. So as much as you say it's a curse... But before this even started, this is a Super Bowl I predicted when we seen who was in the playoffs. So yeah, I'm, well, I'm going to take a victory lap here, okay? I mean, yeah. What well, I think we should give you a guard of honor for predicting the two number one seeds will make it to the Super Bowl. That is outstanding. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> but so far, out of all of those games, I only got one wrong, and that was the Cowboys. And that's, that's pretty I, good. I, that's because I just hate the 49ers, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, that's that that's better than me. I thought I thought the Bills were going to be the Bengals, and then I thought the, the 49ers were going to be the Eagles. Um, so yeah, you've got a better track record than that than I did. Well, you know, I have to beat you in something, don't I? You know, I lose to you <laughs> everything else. <laughs> uh, but so let's let's get into this game. Okay. Yeah. This was easily the better of the two games. Yes. Rightly so. We'll, we'll get to the other game and why that was so bad after. Um, but I thought the first half was a bit bit of a chess game more than anything. I think it was a bit of a yeah. trying to see how each other were were working things, how they were calling their plays and whatnot. Try, you know, I think the way that um, the second half started was um, exactly how we wanted this game to go. The Bengals um, scored a touchdown at the start of the second half. And then um, the Chiefs went down and answered that with an MVS touchdown. And then um, the legend Sam Hubbard got the the fumble recovery there, didn't he? And, guy. Um, and then, you know, that, that led to my favourite play of the whole game which was the Bengals at fourth and six. And it was do or die, you know? They're, they're yeah. in the third quarter, it was do or die. And then Burrow throws this absolute rocket to who else? Jamar Chase, you know? Double coverage yeah. and he still comes down with the ball and you're going, what? Like, And, you know, that, that led to the Samaji P. Ryan rushing touchdown. And, yeah. and th- th- this, this is the... 
that's the game that we expected. The first half was very much trying to figure each other out and stuff. The second half was two big hitters on offense just mm-hmm. smashing and and it was it was like the it's like heavyweight boxing, isn't it? Two people just stood in the middle of the ring just throwing punches at each other and yeah. you know the other one was taking the punch and answering straight back and stuff like this. Um but so let's go let's go back to we let's talk about this first half a little bit. Hmm. One thing I've said this before on this on this show and one thing that I've learned just from playing fantasy football, from watching football, everything like that, okay? Stop <laughs> leaving the big red-shirted 87 <laughs> on his own in the end zone. Mahomes will pass the ball to him. When will people figure this out? You know, and it's not its not a new thing. How many times did we see Brady throw to Gronk? You know? And then 15 times. We have this conversation of who's better, Brady or Gronk or Mahomes and, and Kelsey, and yet people still don't cover him. Why don't they cover him? His touchdown was fourth and one. Don't get me wrong, the O-line did an absolute fabulous job to give Mahomes that little bit more time than what he needed. Yeah. He looked, yeah. he moved, he swapped, he, he, he went through all his reads. Ah, oh, Kelsey stood there with one other player in the end zone. I tell you what, I'll pass him the ball. I'm just going, yeah. when will people learn to like, cover him? Jamar Chase, you've got double coverage on him all day. T. Higgins, yeah. double coverage all day. Travis Kelsey, oh, yeah, yeah. we'll just have one on him. It's fine. He's he's no good. I just, <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, I can't, I, when I watched it, I was like, Kelsey's open. Cover him. But, um, but yeah, so, or, you know, I, I, I'm a, Bit gutted that Kelsey didn't get his um ah, he was record, so close. record to go as the second all time. He can though, can't he? He can next he can uh, two weeks it. time. He can do it and the Super Bowl. Oh, you know what I mean. The guy, the guy would be a legend. Um, yeah. But I've so apart from that, the first half was was pretty pretty boring. Like I said, the second half was where it was all at. Um, <sighs> You know, tw- twenty all with thirteen minutes left. That even my heart was going a little bit. Then I was like, "Oh, we're in for a good in here." Yeah. Um, and then my favourite Chiefs play happened. So that was my favourite play in all the the Bengals. My favourite Chiefs play yeah. was the the interception where he threw it to T Higgins and and the one player tipped it and the other player just came running and went, "Oh, thank you very much." I thought that was. Straight off the practice ground, if I'm honest, I it, think that was. Uh, there was a couple of like, like Kelsey tried did that once and tried to do it again. Like these be like lateral things. These be like tip. Like I'm yeah. like, what's Andy Reid? What's Andy Reid cooking up there? Are we going to see more of that next uh, in two weeks' time? Yeah, so I think that was. I think that was straight off the 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 practice ground. That one, to be honest, it was. Mm. If you could just get your finger to it, he's going to loop round and. And he'll catch, so you don't have to catch it. You just have to knock it out of the way. And I yeah. thought, I thought that was really good. I think both players did really well there. There was great awareness with each other um, mm. to pull it off. Um, but we, let, let, let's get on to let's get on to the the main talking point of this. Um, a lot of hate for the officials in this game, and a lot of 
questionable calls and whatnot. And, you know, we could sit here and say, oh, that was a shocking call or that was a shocking call. Ultimately, it's not going to change the way of the result. Mm. Okay. Um, but to me, a lot of Bengals players are going, oh, no, no. Or Bengals fans are uh, criticizing the officials. When actually, if you watch that last play where Mahomes runs, that hit on Mahomes, whatever happens before that, the 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 quarterback is the one that they protect the most. Everyone yeah. knows that. That you know the the rough in the past is called. There's some that are really awful and stuff like that. You're like he's barely touched him. You know what I mean? Yeah. But once he's out of the field, you can't you can't touch him anyway. And you were you were you were a good. He was a good meters out of the field, and he still gets shoved. And you're just going, well, that was an awful decision. That was not that was not the officials. That was not a dodgy call or anything like that. No. The only thing that was dodgy about that was the Bengals player pushing him when you were there. You you handed them the 15 yards that they needed to get into field goal range. You know what I mean? And you just you, you kind of look at it and you go, I understand that there were some questionable calls throughout the games, and and you'll probably go into them a bit more because you paid yeah. more attention. I was more watching. <clears throat> what was going on more than the, the dodgy calls and stuff. But ultimately, I think the Bengals lost that game for themselves at that moment. You, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I think that was a really, a really stupid mistake. You know, you anything could have happened if you didn't give them that extra 15 yards. You were still maybe 10 yards short from the field goal. And there was, what, eight seconds left on the clock, something like that. It, He's He can hit them from there, Harrison Butker. Like, he does have a big leg. But, he can, but, I mean, it's so much harder, like, 15 yards further back. Yeah, definitely. But, like, the, the, the point I'm trying to make is if he didn't hit Mahomes, didn't give him that 10 yards, yeah. and then you get down to the last second, and obviously you're going to go for it. Mm-hmm. Kick it, kick it, you win. Miss it, you go to overtime. But the Bengals could have taken that game to overtime and and had another crack at it or, or something like that. Yeah. I don't know the outcome, but ultimately, I just think that's what cost them this game. I think that was a a, a really silly mistake, and I think that's what cost them that game. But yeah, so we've been on the air for fourteen minutes now, so I will keep my mouth shut for the next thirty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> are, are, are you ready? Steady. I'm re- well, first. Go. <laughs> All right. Well, well. First, let let's go through uh, Hannah's predictions. Hannah thought the Bengals would win, um, which was which was incorrect. She thought Burrow would throw under three hundred point five passing yards, which was right, uh, and she thought that Kelsey wouldn't break the record, which was also correct. So, so good job on that, Hannah. And and for for me, I I got the Chiefs to win right. I got Mixon under a touchdown right, and. I thought Kelsey would get more than seven half receptions. He got seven, so I just didn't quite make that there. But um, but let's let let's talk about Kansas City, will we? Let let's let let's yeah, sit back and relax. So at the start of the year, we had Tyreek Hill is gone, Tyron Matthews gone, Traverius Ward is gone. What are the Chiefs going to do during this game? Legereus Sneed was ruled out for the rest of the game. Willie Gay was ruled out for the rest of the game. Juju Smith-Schuster was ruled out for the rest of the game. During this game alone, yeah, McCole Hardman, Kadarius Tony, all ruled out 
and top of other wide receivers like Watson. In fact, the Chiefs have got 10 wide receivers on the roster and seven of them by the end of the day were unavailable. Put on top of that, Travis Kelsey was having back spasms a couple of days ago. And the secondary is made up completely of rookies. And your quarterback is on one leg. And we've got Bengals fans crying about a hold. Come on. What's going on here? Like, are we serious? A couple of weeks ago, I came on here. You know that little pause you did there? That's where I feel like Hannah would have jumped in with with an answer to that, you know? So... Uh So this is, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, whenever the, you know, the Bengals beat the Chiefs again, the shoe was on the other foot. And I don't know if anyone listening remembers or if you remember, but I openly come out and criticize the Kansas City Chiefs fans for whining and moaning about holding calls and about like pass interference and like calls that are different every single game and like cheap roughing the passer calls. We see it every single game. We review every game this year. We see it all the time. Referees miss holding calls. Referees make bad calls on it. It happens all the time. But for the Bengals fans to come out and talk about, oh, the NFL is rigged. Oh, they just want Kansas City to go through. Like, I just think that it's absolutely ridiculous. I think it's a good way to make people think you're an idiot real fast. Because I just don't see how you could think that. I mean, you've got a team as depleted as Kansas City are. You've got Joe Burrow. You've got T. Higgins. You've got Jamar Chase. You've got Joe Mixon. You've got Tyler Boyd. And you still can't win. I mean, at what stage do you have to start pinning it on? Does the Chiefs were a better team? The Chiefs were never behind the entire game. And I don't think things like the Cincinnati mayor coming out and making comments and all the trash talk in the build-up, that hasn't helped. Because now I think the Bengals fans are maybe a little bit embarrassed because now the Chiefs fans are like kind of throwing it back a little bit. And that's what's going to happen. That's why you got scenes like at the end where you had, um, I can't remember the the young fellow's name. The, oh, uh, Joseph Owasi in tears at the end. Normally you would have like the opposition players coming around and like saying, no, it's okay. Like, you know, keep your head up. But there was bad blood created in the buildup to this. And I think that's maybe spilled over a little bit into the, into the fans. And that's why people are calling, you know, fix or rig or whatever. But when it's just, you know, it's just obviously not true. What happened was the Bengals should have won, but Patrick Mahomes just didn't allow it. And Chris Jones didn't allow it. And Arrowhead, you really want to piss off the fans at Arrowhead already the loudest stadium in the NFL. Like, Good idea. You know, like their crowd did not allow it. And I got to give massive shout outs to, before I go back to the whole refereeing stuff, I got more to say about that, but I want to <laughs> focus on focus on some players. I want to give some massive shout outs, two of them, to Harrison Bucker, who we mentioned, who's had a pretty bad season by his accounts. You know, the game winning kick, absolutely. I think last year he missed a couple of kicks even in that game last year. And obviously against the Bengals last time around, he missed a few kicks. He's had some injuries this year. So yeah, shout out Harris Booker and Sky Moore as well. A guy who's dropped three, you know, putt returns or kickoff returns this year was forced to go back on it because everybody else got injured. And he's the guy that really set up that final winning drive with an amazing putt return. So, you know, amazing for Sky Moore. Hopefully he can continue to push on. Shout out Marquez Valdez, Scatling over 100 yards, the biggest game of his career. Shout out to Dave Merritt, but you don't know who Dave Merritt is. He's a defensive backs coach. 
and the Kansas City Chiefs because he beat Joe Burrow and T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd with a bunch of rookies. He beat him with, you know, obviously Trent McDuffie, who we talked about, is a great talent, but also just Joshua Williams, his fourth-round pick, and Jalen Watson, who got the interception. He's a seventh-round pick. And the Bengals couldn't do anything with those guys on the field. So, yeah, you might say that their offensive line was banged up and they had a really, really tough job with, you know, Stone Cold, Chris Jones, Carl Loftus, who I'm loving, Frank, Clark Nato. I mean, those guys are always going to be hard to beat. So I think the Bengals O-line can hold their heads up, probably, even though Burrow got to them, was got to a lot. That's not their starting O-line. I think, you know, they did as well as they could against against players of that quality, you know. So I think finally getting over this Bengals curse, losing three, you know, times in a row to them, it's nice to get over that. And like I said at the start, these little plays, they're just so important. Like, these games are so close, it will come down to a holding call missed. It will come down to a roughing the passer, a lapse in concentration. Every single time, the last four times they've played, every time Burrow Mahomes have played, it's been three points or less that has decided it. So this is just the way that it's going to be. So don't come out and be a moron and talk about it being fixed or... The referees are getting pens like, oh, the NFL just want the, the Chiefs to be in the Super Bowl so they can make more money. It's like, you do know that they've made the money already. They've sold the TV rights already. They've sold all the tickets already. They've sold all the merchandise already. The money's already made. You don't get more money if the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. The NFL's got the money. The TV networks might get more for more viewers, but they've already paid the NFL. I think Roger Goodell cares who's in the NFL like Super Bowl. He doesn't care. He's got his money. He's laughing. He doesn't care who it is. So there's absolutely no credibility to that argument. Also, if we have a look at the penalties, the Chiefs and the Bengals both called once on pass interference. The Chiefs and the Bengals both called three times on holding. The Bengals lost 71 yards to flags in the whole game. The Chiefs lost 55. You know, that's a one-yard difference until that last roughing the passer. So literally identical fouls called against losing the exact same amount of yards until that last lapse of judgment, which we know that's been called all year. Where's the conspiracy? I don't see it. Do you see it, Paul? Nope. Nope. Mate, like like I said with my argument, it was, you know, the, the, the Bengals didn't lose that all game. They yeah. lost that with the last the last push. And like yeah. you said, a hundred percent of the time the refs are gonna call a flag of that. A hundred percent of the time. They're not gonna miss that because he's out of bounds and then you've launched him another five meters. You know, a hundred percent of the time they're gonna well, there's a flag. Yeah, there you go. Great, you just give him 15 yards. You know, yeah. and like, like you said, they miss holding calls. There's some pass interference calls that you think are just, oh, come on, that's pass interference. You know, I I, I think sometimes we could be biased for our own team. Absolutely. I mean? uh, and, and I think that's probably where most of this is coming from. I think there's, you know, I think there's probably things that you go, that's definitely pass interference, but the Bengals fans are going, that's never pass interference, you know. But ultimately, I think the, Beng- the Bengals are frustrated, mm-hmm. but Let's look back 12 months ago. 12 months ago, it was the same game. It was the Chiefs versus the Bengals, and the Bengals won it. 
12 months mm-hmm. later, it's the Chiefs versus the Bengals, and the Chiefs have won it. You know what I mean? It's it, you're 50 50. It's, it's don't make and, like you said, don't make like you said, the, the, the Bengals fans are not looking great at the moment. Don't don't make it worse for yourselves. Yeah, and in 12 months' time, it could well be the Chiefs against the Bengals again. Like, yeah. these these guys are so good. I wouldn't be shocked to see them again. And while why we've got a minute, we've got a long, we've got longer to talk about. Can we just talk about Patrick Mahomes, please? I mean, well, I, I was just about to just, say, you're, you're, you're saying in 12 months' time, it's going to be Mahomes Burrow again. But I was I was telling you that about this um, before we came on here. Yes. The last 10 AFC championship QB matchups have yep. either had Tom Brady or Mahomes in. So right. what, you know what I mean? It's it, it's absolutely insane. So we'll go back to 2014. It was Brady versus Manning. 2015 was Brady versus Luck. 2016, Brady versus Manning again. 2017, Brady versus uh, Noodle Arm. 2018, Brady <laughs> versus Portals. 2019 was Brady Mahomes, which was the passing of the baton. It was here are Mahomes, you can you can take it from here. And then 2020 yeah. was Mahomes Tannehill. 21 was Mahomes Allen. 22 was Mahomes Burrow. 23 was Mahomes Burrow. Wow. And you know that, let's I mean, let's, you all, know let's all pray now to the to the NFL gods that we get Burrow and Josh Allen next year. <laughs> it could it could well be like it could it could easily be as well it's so competitive which just just speaks to you know what a competitor Patrick Mahomes is and and Andy Reid the best coach in the NFL just unbelievable like people you know people are up in arms by oh wow Mike Tomlin's done it again like another winning season well Andy Reid's never had a losing season either and he's only ever once not made the playoffs and everyone's like, oh, Mike Tomlin didn't lose. Andy Reid's been coaching far longer. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, and only hang on, once didn't make the playoffs. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. Andy Reid has the Chiefs. Mike, Mike Tomlin is doing this with the Steelers, okay? That guy deserves a yeah. medal. He deserves a medal. He does come to England, my friend. We will give you a knighthood, okay? You're doing it with the Steelers. I could do it with the Chiefs. You know what I mean? I could have no, a winning record with the no. Chiefs. Not yes. this Chiefs team. Easily. We, we, we. Easily. Throw it to 87. Throw it to 87. <laughs> Throw it good. to 87. <laughs> Easy. That's a good tactic. But do you remember at the start of the year, everyone picked their playoff, like their Super Bowl teams, and I said the Chiefs, and I was like, you got no chance. It's just a homer. It's like, oh, I, 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 granted, granted, he's worked a miracle there this year. He oh, has worked I, a miracle. And, and, it, and it has been done to, you know, num- number 15. and. You talked about Gronk and Brady earlier. Mahomes and Kelsey are now second all-time quarterback to you know receiver in playoff history, only behind Gronk and Brady, and they've got a chance to overtake. They overtook Joe Montana and Jerry Rice yesterday. I mean, that is unbelievable. And Mahomes threw 326 yards on one foot, getting people like Marquez Valdez, Scatling, and Sky Moore, and some guy called Kemp, who I guarantee you've never heard of. Because I didn't know who he was before, so I don't know who that guy is, but he appeared. Isaiah Pacheco, he's not a receiving back. He was catching passes. Anyone with hands, they were catching passes yesterday. So, yeah. right. 
I know I know we're talking about this game, but I love to go off on a tandem, and we're going to go down this tandem route now, okay? Let's do it. So you can have yeah. Mahomes and Kelsey at their yes. peak. Yes. Or Brady and Gronk at their peak. Yes. Who would you have? I'll take Mahomes and Kelsey. You're a massive homer. Yeah. Massive, massive homer. Brady and Gronk. Even you just told me that they are better. Yeah, but they're they're about to be surpassed very quickly. Not yet. In a much shorter space of time as well. Not yet. Not past yet. That's true. Until they're past. Until they're past. Still the greatest. You know what I mean? See, after the Super Bowl, if both Kelsey brothers retire, I'm going to be absolutely devastated because I've heard that rumor. Oh, I'll be why are we so not, sad. Why have we not mentioned this yet? Isn't this the first time that brothers are playing off yep. in a Super Bowl? Like, You know what I mean? Did yeah. you see what um, Eagles Kelsey tweeted as soon as the game was done? Yes. He was like, uh-huh. that's me done. No longer a Chiefs fan. Or that's, yeah. that's the end of me being a Chiefs fan right now and, and stuff. And I was just like, that's brilliant. He obviously supported his brother throughout the whole year uh-huh. until now, when it's game on. Now it's the real business. And Travis, I hope this um Tiger one, go on. I, I, I hope they're a bit like um did you ever see JJ Watt the Texans when they were playing the Steelers and TJ Watt was on and, and JJ was still on the sidelines going, Hey, 47 sucks. And I hope the Kelsey brothers are like that. I, f- I feel like they're, I think they're, they will they're up for a laugh, and I kind of feel like they're, they're the type of people that would do that. Yeah, I love the conversation on there. They've got a podcast called New Heights. I've seen some, I've not listened to too much of it, but I've seen clips of it. And Travis Kelsey was talking about, like, talking to their mum about, like, who are you going to support if we're like, we both get to the Super Bowl? And then she was just like, Jason. And he's like, what? And like, you didn't even think about that. I was like, yeah, because like he's got, he's given me grandkids, and you haven't, so he's number one. <laughs> it's like, you, not you, even a, not even a competition. Do you think that that they're going to do what the is it the Saint Brown parents did, where they went to watch Green Bay versus Detroit when uh, Amon oh, Ra was like, like a split? and they had the the two-tone, different-colour shirt and it said oh. St. Brown on the back. Do you, do you think his parents are going to do that? And, or oh, his mum oh. oh, oh, oh. in an Eagles top and their dad in a, in a Chiefs top, you know? That would be... I would Yeah, that would be better. I, the halfy, the halfy half... I'm very against... You know those half-and-half half scarves you get on the half-and-half? Half, not for me, no. I'd be very against oh. that. But she could do what she wants. She's got two sons in the Super Bowl. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah, she's probably just looking forward to the all expenses paid trip to the desert, yeah. you know? Absolutely, yeah. At least, well, you'll have some representation in the Super Bowl, Paul, right? That's not too bad. Yep, yep. I, yeah. I've, I've lasted all season without it being brought up yeah. and all playoffs without it being brought up that the yeah. Super Bowl is actually being played here in Arizona. And we're the awesome. first... Are we the first team in, like, three years that haven't gone to their home Super Bowl? Oh, all right. Because last year it was in... So far, the year yeah. before it was, was it Tampa Bay the year before? Maybe. I don't know. And it I was, actually Because it, it, it was, it was like, oh, it's going to the desert. Arizona are going. Yeah, and yeah we couldn't well, have done any worse. <laughs> what's the name of the Arizona stadium? 
Is it Penn State? I think it's Penn State. Penn State. Like well, it'll be it'll be nice for a team in red to win there this year. That's good, right? Or State Farm. I can't. I can't remember. State Farm. That sounds about right, doesn't it? Uh, oh, the final thing I want to say, actually, did you not think it was just like chef's kiss poetic that the player, the whole talk, this whole time was about Patrick Mahomes' ankle and the last sort of thing he did was rush for the tail end of that winning drive. Oh, it was it Beautiful. was written in the stars. And before before we move on, because we've talked about the Chiefs quite a lot, as, as we thought we did, I've got some final words spoken by a wise man, Travis Kelsey, to the Cincinnati mayor. It's... <laughs> It's know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni, right? What an absolute tool. So, <laughs> you, sorry, sorry, let's go off that. Did you not love the fact that Mahomes was doing his interview and he was he was in the middle of thanking Jesus? Yeah. He's and, and, oh, I'd like to thank Jesus. Uh, and then Kelsey walks in going, Whoa! Burrowhead, my ass! Yeah! That's what. This I had to enter the show. <laughs> you were just like, he was thanking Jesus, man. He was thanking Jesus. Couldn't he have asked that. He should thank Travis Kelsey just as much, I'll tell you that. <laughs> like, that guy is unbelievable. Um, all right, all right. Now, let's, let's, let's move on. Like, before let's we talk about that other game that was on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the other, the other game. So let's, um, let's go through. Paul, let's go. Let's throw it back to you then. And you had a. Unbelievable. Like, you didn't get anything right for the first game. Hey, guess what? Three out of three clean sweep for the Eagles 49. You thought an Eagles win? Yep. CMC more rushing yards than Hurts? Yep. Kittle not to score a touchdown? Yep. Tick, tick, tick. Three out of three. Um, shame the game was... Um, you, is that you dabbing on the haters? Oh, you know what I mean, mate? It's tough being... <laughs> <laughs> right, so, right, what what did you think of this absolute trash game? Um, for, I, I tell you what, let's just take let's just take a moment for the 49ers, Okay, ready? Oh, Moment's man. over. Don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's go, Eagles. <laughs> um, no, I, so in all seriousness, I had to feel sorry for them. You know, was it in the first quarter, um, Brock Purdy went down. Um, just before that, Fred Warner went down. And um, Nick Bosa also went down. So all three of them were nursing some kind of injury and stuff like this. And you, you kind of yeah. feel that, you know, it couldn't, it couldn't have gone any worse for the 49ers. No, that's exactly it, what I thought as well. You know what I mean, and and don't get me wrong. I'm so happy that they've gone out, but that's my hate for the 49ers. But I would have preferred them to go out knowing that they lost to a really good Eagles team, and not and not got ripped to pieces with yeah. injuries. You know what I mean? It, it's 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 been an awful awful season for the 49ers at the QB position, and. Everyone was saying it's written in the stars that Brock Purdy was going to go to the Super Bowl and everything like this. And then he goes down injured, which from what I'm read is the same injury that 
Josh Allen had and played four games with or something. Is that, is that elbow? So, something something like that. So, you know, yeah. Brock Purdy's just weak. Josh Allen played through <laughs> it. Brock Purdy couldn't, you know. Um, <laughs> but I think the big, the, that's not the big loss for them. I think, you know, the fact that they were on their, you know, fourth string quarterback, yeah. But I think Bozer and Warner getting injured was probably more of a an effect to the team and probably yeah. took the wind out of their sail. Um, the 49ers defence did well to, to hold them in this game till a certain point. Yeah. But I've got a way of describing the 49ers and this game. And it's I'm going to compare them to the Titanic. Oh. They'd hit the iceberg. Yes. And they did their best to stay afloat and sort everything out. But it was just the inevitable was going to happen. And yeah. the water took over and everything sunk. And I kind of feel that was the Eagles. It was just, they just, you know, the 49ers did, did everything they can to hold them in this game. But the Eagles just pecked, 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 and just went, yeah, let's let's do this. And and by the end, by the, you know, what, the, the middle of the third quarter, you were just looking at that going, oh, the Eagles are just pulling them apart now. You know what I mean? Um. So, yeah, I, I kind of do feel a bit sorry for the 49ers. Um, on the Eagles' side of the ball, uh, hurts to Smith, hurts to AJ Brown. Yeah. Does it matter? No. They're both phenomenal. They're both yeah. incredible players. And I genuinely, genuinely don't know which way to lean in this Super Bowl. You know, I, yeah. I, I'm look. I, I, oh, I don't know. I'd hate. I'd hate to be you. To be honest, I'd hate to be you. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a really awesome game, I think. And like, let's before I I throw in my my two cents, but let's talk about you know Hannah thought that the Eagles were gonna win. Um, no, she didn't. That's wrong. You thought the Eagles were gonna win. Hannah thought the 49ers were gonna win. Um, and yeah, it's a shame we never got to see if the full-strength 49ers would win or not. So that was incorrect. She thought Purdy would throw under one-and-a-half interceptions. I mean, that that's that right. Because four he, minutes. He, threw one, he threw under one-and-a-half passes, probably. Um, and she thought that Goddard was going to be the tight end with the most yards. That was George Kittle, surprisingly, actually, um, even though they didn't have anyone throwing for at least a quarter. So then me, oh, I got the Eagles win, yep. Got correct on that. I thought the Eagles had the most rushing yards, which was right. Um, and then this absolutely the BS prediction I had to make. Who's going to get the first reception is AJ Brown, right? I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> Didn't Devontae Smith have the second? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it the second of the game he had? <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? It was just so, so close, but oh well, you know. That's... But I wanted to give you I wanted to give you a shit one because I'm sick of you leading everything, so. Yeah, that's fair. I I, I got it. I I got it. So it's this is this was a this is such a letdown because I was really really looking forward to this game, and you know, but even before the second half ended, I was like, well, this this is pretty much over. Like the guy Johnson coming in is like he's terrible. They were talking about um like Kyle Juszczyk, Christian McCaffrey playing quarterback at one stage. They were like, oh, Juwan Johnson was a four star recruit in high school. I'm like. Oh my god! Didn't Juszczyk used to play quarterback or something? 
there's a couple of somebody them. I think, talking, a, lot, I think talking, a lot of them do. Yeah, somebody was talking about it and they were saying Juszczyk used to play quarterback. Or, or CMC, yeah. one of them used to play quarterback and they were like, yeah. oh, they, they could do it and stuff. But I think they'd have done a better job, to be honest. Yeah, like just they had no chance. Like you said, like all of those injuries. And do you know what was also like just to kind of prove my point about earlier? Do you know what was trending after that game? It was 49ers fans being like, This is a fix. The referees were out to get us. It's like you got absolutely battered by the Eagles. You never looked like winning. And you still get those fans, like just to say like the Bengals fans aren't the only ones. You still get those fans like Oh, the NFL clearly want the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl. It's like, bro, like you're the storyline. Mr. Irrelevant going to the Super Bowl. If the NFL were going to fix it, they would fix it that way. Like, are you stupid? What is going on? So this is it. There's it's not just the Bengals fans that have got, you know, questionable choices on their fans. Should we, should it's all this too. Should we put it down to bitter sports fans? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. because as as a as a Liverpool fan yourself, you're probably blaming VAR all the time. You know, uh... I'm, 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 I'm not. I don't. I don't like to to say. The only time I got annoyed at the referees this year was I got annoyed in the Chiefs Jacksonville Jaguars game where people were getting smashed in the head for both teams, and it was like concussion chat. Like the referees. Main job, in my opinion, is to keep the players in the field safe, and they weren't doing that. Yeah, that was so when that's Juju, the time when I got annoyed. When... That was when Juju was like dropped on yeah. his head or something, wasn't it? Yes, that's that's whenever I get annoyed with referees. But all the stuff, I'm like, you know what? It's a hard job. I, but I, I think the 49ers blaming the refs is their way of saying we can't really blame anything about the players. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Because you'd lost so many to injury, they had to vent their frustration towards somebody, and they can't go, "Oh, it's your fault because you got injured." You know what I mean? That's mm. That's not the right thing to do. So I think maybe they they were looking for a place to vent, and the refs were the ones that caught the. Flag. Maybe, yeah. Honest. I mean, I I thought they did quite well. At one stage, this was a draw. At one stage, this was seven all, and it's like there is a thing. Like imagine, like they did it, but eventually it just kind of ground down in them. Jalen Hurts didn't really use his legs in the first half. He started to come about in the second half, and then Hassan Reddick had himself a career day. You know, he ended up with sacks, fumbles, like fumble recoveries, forced fumbles. He was the guy that actually hit Brock Purdy to cause him to get injured as well. I mean, just unbelievable. And then eventually the 49ers defense just started to get frustrated. I think, don't quote me on this, but I think they said in commentary, they set a record high total for a championship game in the NFL playoffs for fouls committed, which is, you know, not good. Even you had guys like Trent Williams, who's usually, you know, a model professional, just like yanking down an unnamed Eagles player. I can't remember his name and getting ejected from the game. Very out of character for, for someone like Trent Williams. I did not envy whoever it was. He got his hands on though. He is a big, big boy. So, but, but yeah. again, do, do we put that down to, um, frustration because yeah. because of what had happened, you know, throughout the season. Trey Lance out injured. Yeah. Jimmy G steps in out injured. Brock Purdy comes yeah. in fairy tale gets them all yeah. away. The biggest game of the of his career, if not of mm-hmm. the 49ers season, and 
you know, he goes out within four minutes. I know he came back in. Yeah. He came back in to try and stuff, but it, the damage was done then, you know, it was it was kind of Yeah, uh, it was just like after you, the game. They they sent him onto the Titanic with a bu- with a, with a bucket with holes in and said empty the water, you know what I mean? Uh, and he just sort of went Oh, this is not working, you know. Yeah. It was it's just one yeah. of them where it was like and then you've got groundbreaking journalism from ESPN after asking George Kittle what it felt like to lose a game because you lost four quarterbacks. It's like, what do you think? <laughs> like, why? What kind of question is that? I think that was George Kittle's answer. He's like, what do you think? And then was like, just short with really short with the guy. I'm like, yeah. Like, why are you even asking that question? He's not gonna be like, yeah, man. Like, if if I, if we were going to lose, this is the way I'd so want good to lose. To lose this way, like you know what I mean. It's great, yeah. Like I love seeing my my mates get injured time and time and time again, and then lose in the biggest game of my career. Like, what? what? Come on, man. Yeah. So didn't appreciate that. What I did like at one stage there was a uh, Green Greenlaw for the 49ers. Did you see him trying to punch the ball out? Did you see that kind of? He's like left about landed about eleven left hooks in a row, all right on the ball. Very very accurate. But yeah, he got pulled up for a penalty. There. I don't think they like that then. Yeah, Trent Williams, and, and everything fell apart. But, but, Paul, it's happened again. The Eagles have got the easiest run to a Super Bowl I have ever seen in my life. Go on. It's, I just We talked about it. Like I still think, like, and it's just insurmountable evidence, the Eagles are an excellent, excellent team. But like we talked about the schedule that they had, the wins that they had. Shall I, stop kind of... you Shall I stop you there? Yeah. Okay. Because if you finish this sentence and then lose to the Eagles oh. in the Super Bowl, I feel like you're going to have to eat your words going, oh, they're the easiest run to the Super Bowl. And then beat beat you the other side because you had a hard, you know what I mean? No, well, no, it can be both though. It can be that they are an excellent team, but they also have had like an easy an easy run. Like I still think you, there's just do you it, think, there's do you think facing the cowboys? Was, when did they they, they they um, lot they faced the cowboys sorry. with like Dak Prescott and then they also they lost to the Cowboys as well whenever Gardner Minshew was in. And then they beat yeah. Daniel Jones. Yeah. And then they beat who else did they play in the playoffs? Was it a bye? Yeah, so they had a bye, and then they, they beat the bye, Giants. Then they played the Giants, I and then they beat the Forty Niners without a quarterback. I mean, that's smooth sailing. Yeah, I, I, do you know what? I suppose I do. I do see your point, and I do see your side of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I still, I still, I still think they would beat a Cowboys team with Dak at full strength. Yeah, Forty Niners team at full I think, strength. I think they deserve to be where they are, yeah. but it's it's hard for me to sit here and and disagree with they've had the easiest run because inevitably, well, if you look at it, the Chiefs way they they played who did the Chiefs play? They played the Jags mm-hmm. and then the Bengals, mm-hmm. but the Bengals were full strength throughout the whole game. You know, I think I think you you have to sort of say you've had. A relatively easy run. What fell in the way for the Eagles, or fell in their favour, was the fact that they had so many injuries. If they didn't have so many injuries, they'd have had a tough, as tough a run as anyone. You know, because yeah. that 49ers team is is ruthless. 
but no, it's, it's do you know what, mate? It, it's going to be an interesting, oh, I can't wait. an interesting, and we we we're gonna full on get into this next week, aren't we? Yeah, I, I can't wait for it for next week's show. Um, before we before we wrap up here, let's have a look at that prediction. Let's Score not. Ball. Let's the not. No, call the end. Call the end, Max. No. Call the end. <laughs> so so after I was too far ahead in the in the normal season scoreboard, and everyone said we need to start again. I got four right this week, so I'm on thirteen in total. Hannah and yourself, Paul, got three right each. So Hannah's on ten, and you are on. Seven, but it's all to play for still because we're going to have a hell of a lot of predictions to make for the Super Bowl game. So I, I am not think, saying it's we, over. I don't think we're going to have as many, are we? If we've got if we've got company next week, mm. we maybe have to reduce to spread out. But I think yeah. so. We need to make it across the board. Anyone's game. Hmm. Oh, so are we saying there's going to be just a Super Bowl special edition? Yeah, there may be a Super right, Bowl right. special edition Ooh. and some form of punishment involved. Wow. Well, I wonder who could we get on that is linked to a team playing in the Super Bowl that isn't the Chiefs. I wonder if we know anybody. Let's 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 see who we can get. Right. Um, yeah, here's your here's your here's your task. Figure out yeah, who's on yeah, yeah. Who could it be, right? Um, let's let's move on quickly. We better then. tell him. We better tell him he's on next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll. Before... If you're listening now, you're on next week. <laughs> yeah. Before we go here, we thought we were going to struggle to fill the time here. We're at 50 minutes. Wow. Um, before we before we close up, hit rewind moment. We still got that for this week. We got no predictions. Coming up for next week, there's no game. Well, there's that is that flag football game on next week. I don't know. I'm not even not going to watch that. Um, hit rewind moment. Mine was the Devonta Smith catch. You know, the one-handed catch. Unbelievable. Took it in the air. Devonta Smith, unbelievable this year. What an amazing catch. But it wasn't actually a catch. But he did so well. He got up and was like saying, let's run it quickly, run it quickly, run it quickly. So he was thinking really sharply on his feet. He didn't, you know, pull a chase Claypool and start like pointing and like moving and like slowing everything down and you know ruining the game for the rest of his team he was you know really sharp really on the ball and yeah Devonta Smith my hit rewind moment of the week Paul what was yours uh so I added my hit rewind into my uh game breakdown because I thought we'd just speak about two games all the way through oh cool so- my hit rewind moment would be um, the fourth and sixth long pass to Jamar Chase. That that would have clearly been mine. That was an insane throw, an insane catch. And what made it so much better was the fact that it was fourth and sixth. It was, it was a do or die moment. It was third quarter, pushing downfield, trying to stay in the game, trying to keep up, trying to keep everything going. Fourth and sixth. And, you know, throw it down the field and... He'll be, he'll be down there and he'll catch it, you know, and that's what he did. So, Yeah, look at that. Jamar Chase, I jump in a fourth-round pick and a seventh-round pick, Ricky. Wow, what a player. Um, oh, <laughs> I was actually shocked because we have a bit of time. I was shocked we did not see more of that. I thought it just would have been bombs away to Chase and Higgins because Higgins also made a beautiful catch for a touchdown. That was one thing I was surprised by. I don't know the average depth of target that was coming out for them, but I was shocked that there was a lot of sort of shorter passes and a lot of running 
I thought they were just going to be like, these guys are rookies in the secondary, just test them and lob it downfield. And obviously, they started doing that towards the end when they had the, the nice little tip and the interception. But I thought there would have been more of that from, from the Bengals. I'd be interested to see. Maybe it's because the O-line, the O-line maybe, right? Yeah, especially all week, the fact that you keep seeing the NFL have kept posting, going, oh, Jamar Chase's record-breaking game against the Chiefs where he went for, what, 268 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. That's all that's been on the NFL app, like, or on Instagram yeah. or Twitter or anything like that all week, and it's just been it's just been like, oh, we, why did we not see more of this? And so maybe that's what lost them the game. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But, you oh, know, no. when the dust settled, it was... The Kansas City Chiefs, who are in their third Super Bowl in the last four years. Unbelievable. Patrick Mahomes currently working at over 50% in his career for getting to the Super Bowl. How many has he won? Huh? How many has he won? He's got just the one, but hopefully he can double that number. Oh, okay. So he's he's going to be like Aaron Rodgers then, yeah? Only end up with one ring in his career. No, he's all. Has, has Rogers? Did Rogers ever get to? Has Rogers got to three Super Bowls or just two? No, I don't think so. I think he's. Or right. just one? Was it just one? It may be just one. I just, right. I just meant the ring. He's only gonna, he's gonna end his career with yeah. one ring, and he, and he'll just be. I don't, I don't think we're gonna see him catch Brady. That's, I think Brady might hold that record till you know we're in the ground. But a, a couple of rings might be, might I, be lovely. I don't know if you know what he's been in the league. What five years now? Yeah. You know, Brady's been in the league 23. That's true. Was it 20, what, what year was he drafted? 2001? Yeah, Tom Brady's been in like 10% of all the Super Bowls ever, which is unbelievable. Yeah, but like, you know what I mean? If you sort of look at it, and if Mahomes can be in the league five years, say he wins this one, if he's been in the league five years and gets two rings... yeah. You, you sort of go, well, if he can do two every five years, he could be on eight rings by the time he's been in the league 20 years. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be in the league 20 years, and I'm not saying he's definitely yeah. going to win two every five years, but yeah, you know what I mean? St- statistically, he can still He can still do, do it. it. And, and I would hate it. I'd hate it. Not just because I hate the fact that Brady has so many rings or anything like that. I'd hate it because I'd be friends with you. And you would, you would just, oh, you would. I'd start wearing, I'd start wearing the replica rings around all the time. Of course you would. Of course you would. Next, if you win it, I swear to God, it wouldn't surprise me if behind you there, above Mahomes, you'll have a little Lombardi trophy above him. That's a great idea. (laughs) That is incoming. (laughs) I'm getting that ordered. I'll get that ordered tonight for the one he's already won. So I'll I'll buy I'll buy them in bulk because I'm that confident. So we'll just add it out. We'll add more as it goes on. Either that, or you just you just have the QB of the Super Bowl winner next to the Lombardi Trophy of that year and stuff, and just have it behind you. Yeah, oh God, I better move Justin Herbert then. Jesus, that's, <laughs> that's gonna be a while before those, especially if they keep the coaching staff they've got. That's gonna be a while for Justin before he gets his hands on one of those. Yeah. Absolutely. Right, me. I think I think we've covered absolutely everything. Like we've said, kind of given a spoiler where next week we, we might have some, some special guests on the show and hopefully we'll have Hannah, our, our friend, back as well. But from me, Mags, and from Paul, thank you so much for 
Listen and make sure you follow us on it if you're not already at Wildcard Rewind on Twitter. Check out the Fantasy Wildcard Podcast Network over on YouTube. Give that a subscribe as well. And we'll see you next week for a preview of the Super Bowl where the Philadelphia Eagles take on the Kansas City Chiefs. See ya. Taking back to the sun.